Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. We're all snooker loopy, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Burnley are back. James Madison continues to impress. And Mike Ashley was in attendance along with Pete Donaldson at Selhurst Park. Hello, people. Good to have you with us. Little meow from Peter. Meow. I like that. More on the meows later. Oh, interesting. Absolutely. Easy does it now, Donny. Easy. Easy. It's a weekend, um, as ever, packed full of football, but it was a good good weekend, wasn't it? Bloody good weekend. Mm. We all had a good time. Well, <laughs> Some I, of I, us I, too I didn't much. say that. <laughs> <laughs> watching, uh, watching Super Sunday, uh, it, it needed the goals that uh, Arsenal brought us in the end. In the Arsenal it, it, match, it, it was just did. one of those. It was just one of those brilliant weekends of sport where we had a lot of good stuff in the football, mm. which we'll talk about. We had Tiger Woods Tiger. on the comeback. We had AJ, um, AJ. stopping uh, Povetkin. It was just a great weekend of sport, guys. It was indeed. Just a yeah. lot of men on Sunday going, "Well, this is the reason my uh, AJ won." You see, I'm a big mm. fan of boxing. Me, never had you mention it before, so. Yeah. All right. We ain't got time for that now, Donaldson. I ain't got no time for this. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Luke Moore has been a fan of boxing for a long time, I'll have you yeah, know. Yeah, he's boxing okay. my ears with his nonsense. Yeah, that is true, actually. Yeah. It's very true. One of the outstanding results, you could argue, Jim, I suppose, was Burnley beating Bournemouth 4-0. Burnley rarely score, mm. let alone more than one. Yeah. And uh, and Bournemouth have been going very, very well indeed. It's Burnley's first win in the league since last April. Now, obviously, some of the months in between now and then they weren't playing. But it's still uh, quite the stat. And uh, and Sean Dyche spoke of this being a chance to kind of kickstart the season and and uh, and carry on from there. I suppose something to build on. Well, I actually said that on Thursday's show, if you remember rightly. Okay. And um, it's it's nice to finally um, finally know that Premier League managers are listening to what I have to say. <laughs> they have been for some time. My plan, but not for the reason you think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, yeah did, didn't we say last week, or you said that, and I, I remember you saying that, and you yeah. deserve credit for it, Jim. I said they got to take a shit or get off the pot. Yes. Which then and you said doesn't work, does it? No, but they have taken a shit now. Yes. Football wise, they've or, taken a shit there. It's just as or well. Or they've heard more. Yeah, all over Bert Bournemouth's shirt. Yeah, and and if if you're wondering if we're going to go with this theme of what we said on Thursday's show, we're not going to mention Cardiff versus Man City. <laughs> no, no, let's mention that. Yeah, yeah. Your, your nasal cavities let you down. Yeah, yeah, it is a bit disappointing. I mean, I thought it would be a draw or a Man City win. Um, well, that's a big shout. Win, <laughs> so. I, I think I was very much on the side of uh, Man City, giving them what Pete can only be right. described as a gubbin. 
Yeah. Pete was absolutely right. Somebody texted my radio show saying he took his kid to go and watch Celtic play and they'd had a gubbin. A gubbin, yeah. They didn't really get gubbin. The gubbins, I mean, Bournemouth were gubbins. Yeah, they were gubbins. You say that, but it was actually quite a weird game. It was From what I saw, Bournemouth had... Loads more possession. It wasn't a 4 0 um, game, Luke. And they had loads more shots as well. And yeah, and of course, because Burnley scored a couple late mm, on, mm, it, it gave mm. the effect, it put a sheen on the game. First, yeah. first half hour, Bournemouth were good. They sort of ran, ran things a little bit, but just Vidra, who was there in the right place at the right time, he's, he, he's not been amazing. I think it was his first start this season. And uh, yeah, I, th- I thought he was. Uh, it, I, I thought it, he to me, he's, he's an occupier of that, that um, fabled hinterland between the yeah. championship and the Premier League yeah. the Darren Huckabee yeah. zone the Huckabee yeah. zone yeah yeah and uh, but, uh, David Brooks um, who for me is one of the best young players or one of the best young British players in the Premier League he, he had a chance to score at 2-0 and Hart made a fine save mm. well, and, and that, I mean after that it was really it was difficult for Bournemouth but I thought they had quite a lot of the players we have to mention Joe Hart here by the way he made some good saves again registered his first clean sheet in the league for Burnley are we seeing old Joe are we seeing him in his best form old since? Old Joe, old Joe. Oh, what about old Joe? <laughs> are we seeing, and I, Joe. Have we seen <laughs> Mr. Hart, Mr. Hart. Uh, his best form, I suppose, since Manchester City? It'd be unlikely for well, him to get back to those kind of halcyon days. With, 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 usual, with usual keep, with, with keeping performances. And bearing in mind, how old is he now, 31? I think he's 31. He is 31, yeah. Like, he, so we're all in our 30s. <laughs> we're, all, we're on our 30s, it's yeah. fine. Don't need, to, don't need to explore that any further. Uh, but with keepers, you sort of go, oh, well, he's got a mistake in him. With Joe Hart, oh, he's got a good performance in him. Yeah, so he's still got to go a long uh, way so before he can. I like that. But, and, and also, although the way you worded it made it sound like it was quite a decent sort of shout, I mean, if he is playing his best football since he left Man City, mm-hmm. it's not that good, though, because no. since he left Man City, he's been awful. Well, he, and, he, and he's not, not been awful. He's, he's got not been 75 great. international caps. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. for a keeper who is only 31 now, who should by right still be in that slot, and he's not. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think they'll get back in. He shouldn't be in there by rights. No, that's no. not the right way. No, by rights, by he could well be in there if he kept up his form from yeah. b- before. Yeah, but he's, he's. I mean, we we spoke on the continent, and James Horncastle told us when when Joe Hart was at Torino, even though everyone here wanted him to be to, to be great mm-hmm. because it's a goalkeeper going to Torino, and that's interesting. Mm. He said that he he wasn't any good. I mean, he was he was not seen as one of the better keepers in the division, mm. and he didn't really do an awful lot to repair his, no. his goalkeeping reputation as a keeper. I'm not saying they didn't like him personally or whatever, but as sure. a keeper, that, that he wasn't really that well rated. And mm. he wasn't uh, particularly good at West Ham last season. Do you no, know? well, Hart is apparently a very big character, isn't he? he? Likes to sort of lead the dressing room, and he's one of those sort of alpha types by all accounts. So I wonder if him going into a club like Burnley. Um, who are, you know, with all due respect to them, are a lot smaller. And I mean, you've been to Turf, haven't you? You were talking about the facilities and how it, it just doesn't even feel like a Premier League club at all. Like, he is quite a big fish in that pond. Yeah. And that probably suits him. That probably gets the best out yeah, of him. So, point. I mean, that's, it's, it's quite a good fit, really. Well, he's also playing, you know, his competition is, of course, the delightful Mr. Heaton. Um, Nick Pope, who's who's Lindegard uh, as well. Lindegard mm. as well. I mean, Lindegard. I'll be honest, I forgot he was there. So yeah. I think Lindegard <clears throat> has, has been third choice. Heaton and Pope have had their injury problems, but Heaton and Hart. You know, Heaton was for for a period of time. Heaton was number three, whereas Hart was number one at England. Hart, I think there's a psychological thing there. He, he, he would he would think to himself, "I'm better than yeah. him," and uh, and Pope, who is is emerging again, probably looked up to Joe Hart for for a long time actually as an English goalkeeper and, and the number one. So yes, he's got competition, but there is he has a I suppose a psychological advantage in some senses. Obviously, you could say, well, actually, he's been he's been bombed out the England squad and the and the other two haven't as much. But I think I think it's it's a great opportunity. It's a shame actually that those all those keepers are at that one club because I'd love to see Pope. Um, get back to fitness and start games as well. Just to follow up on what Jim was saying, I, I think that's a fair point. The other thing I would add to that, though, is um, <clears throat> different type of role when you play at a, a club like Burnley. Of course, now, yeah. of course, he didn't he didn't show his his best form at West Ham, but West Ham were having a difficult season, and I suppose Burnley have, have had a difficult start. And yet, the difference is Joe Hart is now um, is, is now excelling himself because he's not expected to be the goalkeeper. It sets up attacks and has the ball at his feet and and almost. Um, maintains his concentration for so many minutes before he actually gets any, any action. Yeah. All that kind of role that we expect from the top goalkeepers like Edison and, and De Gea mm-hmm. and also the way that Peter Cech has been criticised for not being that type of goalkeeper. Yeah. I, I have no doubt at all if Peter Cech was in, at Burnley, people will be raving about him because he'd be making save after sure. save after save. So it does make it a little bit easier. And Hart did say that the whole 
going out on loan thing. It just didn't suit him. He said, I want to be settled at a club. Yeah, and I think yeah. that goes into your point, Jim, about being a big character. He wants to be around the dressing room. He wants to feel a part. And at Burnley, he won't have to move house. So that's, that's part that's of it. A, it's yeah. a fair point, actually. Yeah. It's, fair, it's a fair point. It is, it is. And, uh, and so he will he'll just be, feel more a part of it, really. Yeah, Parts a part of Burnley. A heart of Burnley. The heart, the beating heart. But, but there were other Burnley. good performances as well. Aaron Lennon. Yeah. Hey, talking about, uh, you know, former England players yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Years. I mean, it was, it was even suggested about the possibility of him playing for England again. But at 31, last playing for England in 2013, <laughs> it's unlikely, although he could say, well, Ashley Young. Who suggested this, yeah. though? Was it, yeah, is it you? Is it, yeah. Somebody yeah. from now. the press. Somebody from the press. Right, a pal. Right. A source. <laughs> <laughs> but he was good, though. He, he scored good. his first goal in about two and a half years. He's, yeah. he's had very little end product this season. I've seen a little bit of Burnley, and he goes on these, like, Great runs. They just, they, he doesn't even get a pass. Pete, that's half a the time. criticism he's had for probably most of his career. Why can't we just yeah. say that an English player who um, <laughs> hasn't been playing that well played well without yeah. saying without saying England, but the team, England of, team? But the England pool team. of talent is so small in yeah. England. It's it's not that small. Mark, could, you, <laughs> yeah. could you imagine, given the progress that's been made over the summer, could you imagine what would happen if Gareth Southgate called up Aaron Lennon? Yeah, yeah. you've got that little twinkle in your eye. No, I no, I see you want it to don't happen. start that. The thing is, Jim, I don't have a twinkle in my eye. The thing is, Jim, if, if Big Sam was still in in the city, it'd be it'd be he'd possibly have a chance of getting in there. England yeah. B, get the B team back. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Aaron Lennon played well. Good for him. Let's mm. not let's not pepper it with with England stuff. Certainly not. No, no. but it, but it was a good performance, and him and Goodmanson uh, providing mm. a bit more of an attacking threat. And that's what Burnley did. They said that in training they've been playing on the front foot or, try, or training. That's how they would set up against Bournemouth. And you sort of think to yourself, you should bloody do that more often, yeah. lads. There was a sort of palpable release of pressure when that first goal went in. Yeah. You could just even from the stands, you could, mm-hmm. you could feel it. Obviously, they got another one very very quickly. And it's it's brilliant when you when you see that happen, isn't it? Mm. A team that they've been struggling for a bit and then they click, give someone a battering. Uh-huh. Again, it does seem harsh on Bournemouth, doesn't it? Because that was not a sort of no. not a drubbing. Um, in terms or of a performance gubbing. or a gubbing <laughs> they, Burnley got a Cardiff in the Premier League next away Ooh. so a chance mm. to build up a bit of momentum now indeed it is uh, Manchester United um, uh, yeah about 30% <laughs> according to, to Jose Mourinho but off the field good to see Sir Alex Ferguson back in the stands at Old Trafford and got a very warm reception as you'd expect yeah the grandfather of British football deserves that sort of respect I think yeah it's a nice title I think he is isn't he yeah yeah would, would you put in, uh, where would, say, uh, Arsene Wenger? Would, would he be? The well, he's not of, British. No, the foreign uncle yeah. kind of thing? Yeah, maybe, yeah, if you like. <laughs> <laughs> I, to be honest, I, didn't really, I haven't really thought about it. But yeah, <laughs> All right. I'll get back to you in a couple of weeks if you want. All right, yeah. then. Um, well, Paul Pogba, um, talking about teams playing on the front foot, he said they need to attack, especially at Old Trafford. That yeah. assist for Fred's goal was amazing. Oh, it was, it was, it was such a delightful brilliant, touch. deft little touch, wasn't it? But actually, Pogba's exact words were, I think it was, was, when we're at home, we should attack, attack, attack. That's Old Trafford, we're here to attack. And like, that is a very pointed phrase, isn't well, that's it? What the that's fans what the fans chant, are chanting. Yeah. Yes, I mean, that well, is... You're right, Jim. And I think, especially at home, one, one thing that's probably not been mentioned enough is that United's record against promoted and unfancied lower half of the table teams isn't great. I mean... Mm. Last season, they lost to West Brom, Huddersfield, Newcastle, Brighton. They drew against Stoke and Burnley. Um, and and, and I, I, saw, I haven't got the exact details to hand about the thing against pr- promoted teams. But about a year ago, it was being reported quite widely in the press that their, their record against them wasn't good enough. And since then, those teams I've listed there, they've lost to. So, yeah. you know, I think United do need to sort of in, in, impose themselves a bit more, uh, especially on a team. I, I know Wolves, we could, we could make an argument that Wolves aren't are perhaps not a traditional promoted team as we know it. They're not as good as Man United. No, they're not, exactly. But but so I can understand why they perhaps want to be a little bit more careful against a team like Wolves. But ultimately Pogba's absolutely right. Um they have to they have to impose themselves more. Mourinho will be really upset with um Luke Shaw for the Matinho goal expert mm. because he got he got twisted up and bullied out of it and, and he should have stopped that cross and he didn't. Um and that cost them. But ultimately, yeah, you're right, Marcus. What you're alluding to there, Man United should be beating Wolves at home, and they didn't. When Wolves said, I forget which uh, one of the players or coaching staff said it, but they they said when we were going to Old Trafford, we believed we could get something out yeah. of it, and that that's the difference, that's, isn't it? That's totally the difference. Mm. You know, if they go into, I don't, know, it'd be interesting to see when they go to the Etihad. Okay, they drew against Manchester City earlier on the season, uh, a few games ago, whenever it was, but that's the that is the the worry and and Pogba again he's correct they want to be attacking they want to try and 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 really put teams away and people uh, teams look at that and think oh blimey we're going to well, Old Trafford well, yeah quite and the reality is at the moment that on I know we're early in the season and United apart from Spurs haven't played a, a 
big, a really big team, have they? Mm. I mean, they've not they've not been consistently tested in the Premier League yet, and we'll see that happen. So it is early in the season, but at the moment, on goal scored, shots per game, pass completion, that sort of stuff, Man United are a top six side and nothing more. Really. Mm. They're, they're not. I mean, from what I've seen, and this will come, might come back to haunt me, although I suspect not. They'd be miles off the title this season, mm. but they're already eight points adrift. Yeah, yeah. and so and so, I guess and they it, haven't had a particularly tough exactly. One. So I guess it comes down to what 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 is expected of them and 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 because traditionally what's expected of them has been to win the premier league mm. um it's looking more and more unrealistic I, I, you can't really you can make an argument i suppose that liverpool man city are accelerating away from them that doesn't mean man united aren't improving but ultimately they they they're, they're really going to be miles off aren't they mm. yeah i mean they are i mean you you look at some of the names in that side and alexis sanchez jim talking of expectation God. it's He's just not been the same player. No, he really, really Arsenal. hasn't, has he? I mean, he, he made a lot of noise about how um, he's, he wasn't feeling great, sort of mentally. I think this is in preseason as mm. well. So uh, you know, he's, had, he's evidently he's had a difficult time for for reasons we're not sort of privy to. Getting um, more dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. he's got that's two. Five dogs. How many yeah. more do you reckon? Five more dogs labs. Five more things. lovely labs. Okay. Five yeah. more lovely labs. Eh? <laughs> um, you haven't said anything for a while when you piped up with some gold there. Well done. Yeah. Um, it's good because Sanchez needs to be the centre of attention. So well, buy more well, dogs. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they love it. They yeah. love everything. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's a funny one. I mean, I can't say I don't massively enjoy how underwhelming he's been. Um, <laughs> That's fair enough. Because yeah, I mean, it, I think I'm just sold him at the right time. Like, I mean, is it what? He hasn't scored this season, has he? And he's, his return has been very, very poor for what they paid out for him and what you'd expect from a player of that calibre. And what's interesting as well is, you know, he, he wasn't at the World Cup. You know, he's, he's not been on international duty mm-hmm. um, this month. He's, he's got well, everything in place to sort of be fresh and be fit. And it just doesn't seem to be firing. Yeah. It does. I mean, it, it, Sanchez <laughs> is the type of player as well that no matter what system you put him in, no matter which league he plays in, which footballing culture, which opposition he's up against, he does the same stuff very effectively. Mm. He he dribbles well. Yeah. He can track back. He gets stuck in. He he's a goal threat. Mm. He's creative. It doesn't matter. You know, he's one of those really quite unique players. As I say, that that you don't have to worry about putting him into a yeah. system or into mm. a different league or, or so on and so forth. Which is why it's quite intriguing. Now, if he is struggling mentally and so on, that's that's you know a shame to hear, of course, and. And and we shall see if the, if that's the case, he can get out of that. But you do look at this system, which Mourinho is playing at Manchester United. You know, Paul Pogba, just through his sheer raw talent, is showing moments, but he's not really getting the best out of yeah. Pogba just yet. He is showing moments, but that's because he's one of the best players in the world. Uh, and Sanchez isn't um, isn't clicking with it as well. And you know, even Pogba's coming out saying we need to attack, attack, attack again. You've got to look at the system and you think, can Mourinho realistically do what the fans and by what the players are saying, deliver what they want at Old Trafford. For me, it's <clears throat> I just don't think he's destined to have a happy time there under Mourinho at Old Trafford. Yeah. And I think the reason for that is it's not set up for him there. The it team always is, seemed to be the case, yeah. didn't it? It seemed a weird fit even when the transfer was happening. Yeah. When Man City were interested. Yeah. I think that's why United you know, bought him. Yeah. That's I, to, to I, me. No, I, I get that, but from his point of view, why yeah. would you wait? Why would you I, I don't know well, yeah. For, for me, for me it's a case of at Arsenal, he had a team built around him. I know they had Özil there for the for the for the for the, uh, for the time as well for some of the time, um, but Özil's happy to Özil's personality. He feels like the kind of guy who's happy to drift around and do his thing whenever. And he 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 contributes, of course, to a, to a good team. And he was you know part of the thing in Germany and all that kind of stuff. But Sanchez, to me, the time I've spent at Arsenal when he was there, going to the training ground and that kind of stuff. He wanted to be the main man. And I think at United, the reality is that Mourinho is the main man. Yeah. And if it's not Mourinho, it's Pogba. Yeah. The, the conversations are about Mourinho or Pogba or Mourinho and Pogba. And there was a flash towards the end of last season when Sanchez and Pogba started working together a little bit at times quite well, but not mm-hmm. consistently. Mm-hmm. And and he posted okay numbers last season when he moved there. Okay numbers for, for, for his, his, a player of his talent. But Jim's right. He's not scored this season. Um, I don't see how he fits in, and I don't see how his personality fits in with the current regime. Well, he's a live wire sort of energetic player, isn't he? And do you think maybe you know that takes its toll after a time? Maybe you just you, you lose a little Possibly. bit of sharpness, a little bit of edge, because he was one of those players that could pull something out. Did of a lot nowhere. of travelling, played a lot of international football yeah, as well. Absolutely. But I just don't think he'll he'll flourish under Mourinho at United. Well, this is the That's thing. Like when you look when you look at his career, it's the point I was making earlier. You look at his career, it just seems you know he's. Gone to Manchester United under Mourinho, boom, 
Yeah. And there's a, and there's but they a, should try to get in more dogs because you might as well leave yeah. no stone unturned. I definitely agree. <laughs> leave, leave, no, leave, no, leave no kennel unturned. Compared, well, maybe... compared to all, a lot of the other teams in the Premier League, though, they have got more opportunities to play football. Uh, 20% more matches because they obviously play in, in, uh-huh. in Europe and stuff. So he could just be one of those players who, you're not playing the biggest stage in the world. Here you go, you can play all the Champions League matches yeah. <laughs> or maybe... and just shine. But you're not playing a Premier League match because you true. seem to be a bit stinky at the moment. Uh, Joao Moutinho, though. Talking of people having, uh, he didn't feature at all against young. Sorry, against young boys. I don't no. think. So yeah, we're, no, moving, we're moving on to Jean Moutinho. Can gentlemen. I just say that if they replace Luke Shaw with a dog, I think it might fix the problem. Mm. Uh, I think that's very harsh to a man who's who has got himself back in the England side. Hey, yeah. oh, it's, it's not my opinion of Luke Shaw's. It's you sort of became the fonz there. I like, hey. the, I like how the pinnacle hey. of uh, football is getting in the England side. Well, <laughs> yeah, for an you. Englishman. Yeah. Pete, Pete yeah. you would hate to play for England. No, I'd hate to play for anyone. I am my own master, very much like a dog. Did you play at the weekend? Uh, no. Oh, okay, fair no. enough. Okay. Do we Is... want to mention Joao Moutinho as well? Yeah, lovely yeah. one. Yeah. Lovely goal. Excellent. Lovely finish. Good. Okay. Um... Wolves are very good. Well done then. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Excellent. Let's move on to uh, Leicester City because James Madison is having a fine start yeah. to the season. Three goals already. Claude Puel believes he's getting better and better. Well, he, he is a player who will be, I'll be shocked if he's not in the next England squad. Uh, he started like a, He's just been brilliant. He ticks all Southgate's boxes. Yeah. You're talking about players. You say it'll be ridiculous if, if mm-hmm. after everything Southgate said to pick up to call up Lennon, he's got to pick up Madison. He's got oh, to call yeah. up Madison because he's, he's free got, kicks alone. Um, he's, Although he's, Trippier, he's a he's a brilliant player. Mm. Um, he's one of a load of young British players who are exciting. I think along with you know Chilwell, who I know yeah. you're a fan of, Marcus Wambasaka at Palace, David Brooks, who I've talked about at Bournemouth, Ryan Fraser at Bournemouth, Will Hughes at England, Joe Gomez at England. Um, and it's a lad called Phil Foden, have you heard yeah, of Yeah, Foden as well, <laughs> who, who, who I'm desperate to see more of. Mm. I mean, it seems impossible to watch, actually watch him play consistently, which is a shame. <laughs> Ryan Fraser is Scottish. Yeah, so I said British. Oh, sorry. And David Brooks is Welsh. Ah. It's all part of the UK. It's all sorry, part of the yeah. UK. Um, for and, now. And arguably, for me, the best, yeah, for me, the best young player in the country, <laughs> and this is controversial, is Mason Mount. Well, we're going to talk about him in a bit. Oh, okay, great. And I also want to talk about Ryan Sessegnon. I'll talk about him in a bit as well. Uh, no, all right. Promises, <laughs> promises. Did you Mason Peter for not looking English. at the running order. Yeah. Oh, I've looked Mason at it. I've just ignored it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two two sides of the same coin. Yeah. <laughs> Willful belligerent. A terrible stupidity. Coin. <laughs> <laughs> and the wrists can't see who I'm pointing at. Annoying stupidity. Annoying yeah. stupidity. Yeah. Well, yeah, Jim, yeah. you and I will crack on. Yeah, you guys crack on. Yeah, me and Peter do our own thing. Should we get a copper? Madison. He was excellent for Norwich last season. He was. You have to agree on that. Yes, it's great. See a player come up from a from a division below, it is, isn't it? it and is. just sort of hit the ground running in the same way. Uh-huh. A lovely, uh, lovely creative spark about him. These passing ranges is quite magnificent. And is he <laughs> is he relieving the pressure on poor old Claude Puel? Is there going to be a time where Puel is not under any pressure in any no. job he faces? I know. It that way, does it? He's he could be stacking of... shelves and it'd be like, hang on. You've got to, you better get that done before yeah. you've got to leave. You're, you're not stacking that with enough flair. <laughs> <laughs> it's boring your stacking. It is boring. It's you're very not, functional. Doing it in a weird order. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, well, the fact that, I mean, if, if it was indeed, I, I mean, presumably, I can't remember who Leicester's head of recruitment is now since um, uh, Walsh moved on, but um, they've identified Madison as a club and they've, they've signed him. And, he's, and he's, he is, and the reason I wanted to mention Sessignon just very, very quickly is because. Sessegnon, is, and I know he's a plays in a different position and it's di- more difficult for him probably and of course he played left back at the weekend but he's found it very difficult to, to make that transition into the Premier League. I think he's been on the periphery from what I've seen at Fulham. Jukanovic has kept him, he's managed that. But he's played he? a lot, he has yeah. featured a lot but he's just not really, he's not really, mm-hmm. um, he's not really made that transition as easily. G- given the Marcus, to be fair, that some people were saying he should be in the England squad for the World Cup, yeah, yeah. he's not made that transition whereas Madison has made that transition instantly yeah. and it's, Magnificent to see. But Madison's gone from two different side to uh, an established Premier League. True. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Which could be, you could argue, that makes it harder or easier. (laughs) That's the opposite to what I said. (laughs) Doesn't mean it's it's fair. You just said the opposite. You said that you could argue it's harder. Anyway, I like him. He's great. He is very very more of him. (laughs) More of that. Um, But yeah, Puel. I mean, Leicester. Not a bad start to the season. Nine points. I mean, they've lost to Manchester United, Liverpool, and Bournemouth, but they've beaten Wolves, Southampton, Huddersfield. Okay, you could say they should win those games. That game the weekend. V squared, vintage Vardy. Vintage yeah. Vardy. Rolling the years back. Yeah, I love how Vardy doesn't hide, does he? If he misses a chance, yeah. he's just he's right back amongst it, it straight away. It was cracking Vardy, that guy. Yeah. It was <laughs> textbook <laughs> Vardy, wasn't it? Cut across the, use your pace, cut across the defender, beautiful finish. Yeah. What are you worried about? Let's go, yeah. let's he, go to Volker Revolutions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's bearing down on goal. He's almost looking up into the stands going, go on. Queue up Kasabian. Yeah. You're going to need it. You're going to need it. Mine's a dooleys. It, it, it couldn't have been more Vardy 
if he had continued this celebration out of the stadium, down the road, <laughs> straight into a Weatherspoons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't be Weatherspoons, it'd be a Lloyd's. It would be like something yeah. a little bit above Weatherspoons. So would he be... Yates's. Yates's. Yates's Wine Lodge, yeah. Would he be a Vodka Revolutions man? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massively, yeah. He'd love yeah. a bit of Yates's. Slogging lettuce. What's... Oh, yes. No, nah, <laughs> that's a Sunday afternoon vibe. Okay. We're talking, we're going straight no, 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 to Oceana. A... No, no, no. Slug and lettuce would be the first port of call. Yeah. That's yeah. seven o'clock on a Friday. No, I'm night. thinking Vardy yeah. drinks at home, then goes straight to Oceana. Free drinking. <laughs> yeah, so Vardy's yeah. celebration should be, should be preloading. <laughs> yeah. You should have beers lined up behind the guy. No, 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 no. Is it not Skittles and vodka? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he has a Red Bull before a game, doesn't he? Yeah. I think yeah. he has like four a I day. Think, yeah. I'd most, imagine he adds something to it afterwards as well. Who knows, Jim? Let's not speculate on that. Huddersfield are bottom with Cardiff, whom they share. I think it's an identical record with so far. They've not scored more than a single goal in a match since February, according to Gary Lineker's mouth on Match of the Day. Yeah, I don't think Cardiff or Huddersfield are very good. No, no. Okay. <laughs> and, the, and, and the funny thing is, when they played each other, they drew nil nil. Yeah, so listen, <laughs> Cardiff and Huddersfield fans, if you're listening, don't say you never get a mensch, because right? you've got a mensch there. He was disappointed because they did score first, and it was like, oh, this might beat now. No, no, no. no. That's right. And then they... And then they for, for Leicester's equaliser did Huddersfield think they were 1-0 down with about 30 seconds oh it was go? absolutely <laughs> ridiculous they're 1-0 up away from home just, they need points and every single one of their players attacks a corner oh, <laughs> against two or three of the fastest players in the league oh you got done on the break get the keeper you got done on the break who saw that coming everyone <laughs> everyone saw it coming Vardy to Ian Atcher yeah. on the break come yeah. on boys come yeah. on we, you must do better alright after the break we are going to talk about Crystal Palace and Newcastle United see you in a moment moment. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Belkovsky goes after it. Hanley gets there first. Belkovsky's out of his area. Hanley knocks it into the center. A chance! Don from Norwich sent me that and it, I, I know it's from like February but it really made me laugh yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. oh no I love when it when are you ever going to beat them it's, it's brilliant when you get the FA Cup third <laughs> round and the BBC don't send everyone oh, we love every, that. and you yeah, just yeah. get local radio yeah. reporters who are yeah. astonishingly biased <laughs> it's just great to hear they're a certain breed of person aren't they they're, yeah. they're almost separate from the rest of the species I love their local commentators yeah. absolutely right How rude <laughs> very rude yeah. Jim yeah Pete, you, you, you weird sweet. creatures well Pete is someone who's separate from the rest of the species yeah. on the yeah. show. Is that fair, Pete? I'm uh, a lemur, which is definitely a monkey. So. Yeah. Oh, God. Don't open that can right. of monkeys Peter, again. <laughs> Peter does have the emails in his hand. It's time for mm. emails. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! You've got mail. Let's go under the bonnet where all the bees are kept. <laughs> yeah. It's Pete Donaldson's bonnet, everybody. That is oh, a Nick, that is a Nick Cage special. Yeah. The bees. Yeah. Um, uh, Graham Bingham. To be honest, uh, Graham and pretty much everyone else in the email box this weekend uh, pointing out the alleged 
hydrogen propelled shit show that is uh, the Saido Berahino um, personal life. Yes. <laughs> hey, what, what's the name of Graham's? What's Graham's full name? Graham Bingham. Oh, I thought you said Graham Beecroft then. I was like, oh, <laughs> famous. Yeah. Famous. Yeah. Uh, hiya, lads. Uh, Mitch uh, says, uh, just a quick email here for Pete. Mitch Rich has five goals first, uh, so far this season. Newcastle altogether have four. Thank you. <laughs> um, well done for reading that out. That's a big yeah, step forward for you. Yeah. <laughs> Bethan. Bethan Remington, uh, thank you for your uh, email, Bethan. I foster kittens, and I have some at the moment who came from an industrial estate uh, and are extremely scared, having had in, having had uh, minimal contact with humans. What are cats doing on industrial estates? Yeah, it's not running right. a paper merchant. What are those emails doing in this show? Yeah. <laughs> After sitting uh, in the room with them for two hours when they just arrived and not seeing any of them, I put the ramble on. They were obviously not impressed by your villa spiel at the beginning, as that prompted absolutely nothing. Uh, but as soon as the main podcast began, one of the little ones poked his head from out under the chair. Within minutes, oh. all three of them were out and sitting in a creepy little circle around my phone as it played the ramble. There we go. Since then they've gone from strength to strength and are turning into lovely little things. I will name the next four kittens I foster after you boys in homage to your cat whispering skills. Love that. that, What a potentially huge new audience for us. Our new tagline, your cat's favourite podcast. Dr. Donaldson, he speaks to the animals. Yeah. We're just doing, but only three at a time. I think Dr. Doolittle's fine for that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We got an email from... I'm going to keep it anonymous because uh, um, it, it's a bit oh. chippy. Is it time for a jingy? Is it time, time for a bed? It's time for a bed. You know, it's... Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it's back again. 2018 remix. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy it, chaps. Hi there. Anonymous from London here. Hope you're all well. I've been listening to the Football Ramble for over two years now and on the continent ever since it started and I love both shows. However, I've become rather annoyed with one particular aspect of my relationship with your good selves, the consistent ignoring of my correspondence. (laughs) I've sent a fair few emails to both shows in the past few years and only once had one read out. I appreciate you must receive many from listeners every week, but it's frustrating to be such an active participant in regards to the email section of the Ramble and the On The Continent mailbag and I'm constantly ignored. I'd like to think my emails have been worthy of being read out on both shows and in an attempt to make that happen I've varied it up when it sent them sometimes close to when you record other times well in advance I've also mixed up the headings of the emails in terms of capping and content but it appears to make no difference and to add insult to injury on an episode of the ramble that followed immediately after it sent an email Pete ended a strikingly short email section by saying we've not had many emails this week what about mine? As said, I appreciate you must generally get a lot of email, but by the law of averages, I really should have had more than one read out by now. Could you possibly provide feedback in regards to why most of mine have not made it to air and what I could possibly do to get an email read out on the show? That would be much appreciated. P.S. I obviously don't expect you to read this email out. <laughs> Pete, is that our first email from an incel? That's... <laughs> he's all right. He's I'm just, just kidding. I'm he's just, just, uh, he's just, just enjoying getting love... involved and we finally read out one of his emails. So thank you for that. Yeah. If you didn't even say... Anonymous. You didn't even say his name. Sausages. You didn't say his name. His name is Sausages. Anonymous Sausages. Anonymous Sausages. There we are. At the end of the email section, Pete. Yeah. Peter, where can people get mugged off if they so wish? Very short email section that we didn't get many emails this week. Shortthefootballramble.com. Please mug me off at thefootballramble.com. Um, uh, before we, we move on, we actually I'd like to chuck in a little bit of uh, correspondence as well. We had a tweet mm. from Oliver saying, I spotted Pete Donaldson at Norwood Junction, which is South London, after the game. His coat was more spectacular than anything seen on the pitch this afternoon. Well, you oh, enjoyed the game, didn't you, Pete? I really enjoyed the game. Yeah. I yeah. it was, uh, what, what, I which coat were you wearing? Um, it's a new one, 30 quid top man, spring sale. Um, there we go. Yeah, get in there early. Get your spring winter sale. jackets spring in spring. Sale. We're in September. Get your winter jackets in spring. Yeah, it's September. What... Yeah? Well, you keep them in the cupboard. Do you have not got a cupboard? Oh, in you house? bought them like, so you bought it like six right. months ago. Yeah. And, yeah. You, and you waited a long That's time to. How time works. To release it to yes. the uh, unsuspecting public. Yeah. Thus, yeah. an email coming in. Uh, well, it was a tweet, but an oh, immediate, tweet, sorry, immediate yeah. impact, though, on the, on the British public. Un- yeah, unlike yeah, uh, any so. of Newcastle's players this season. <laughs> um, nice to see Mike Ashley there to support the boys. Not true, is it? <laughs> local from like him. him. It's local from him. I'll, go to, I'll probably go to Palace. It's yeah. down the road, mate. Is Crystal still open? Amy Chopper. He's like he's like a lapsed fan of a club, isn't he? He's yeah. like, well, I'll go to the away game that's near my house to yeah. watch him, but that's it. Right, last that, time... that cuts a bit deep. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first Premier League game he's been to since they got back into the Premier League because the last match he was at right. with, with, uh, when Newcastle played was May 2017, apparently, when they were in the Championship. And that, I think that was the game 
in which they won the league, maybe? Right. Or, or were promoted? In between throwing bottles, uh, the Newcastle United fans were just uh, constantly just giving, giving him pelters. And so were the Palace fans, and, though. And the Palace mm. fans got involved as well. I was with a friend's dad uh, who was like, he was, I, I really like this dad, dad goals. I wasn't with the mate who I know, mm. I was with his dad. His dad oh, we was, talked about so, good footballing dads, didn't so, we? So basically, I want uh, to start an app where you get a, where you, um, Hire a dad for yeah. for a football match because um, my, my dad, dad. Is, my dad isn't fo- isn't football um, friendly. Danny Baker tells a brilliant story about him and his dad going to a game, a Millwall mm. game. Um, his dad's like legendary. Sadly, passed away now, of course. Mm. But he's, he's he's a feature of all of all of his autobiographical right. books. And they used to go to Millwall together. Nice. And they'd all be like twenty five. Him and his pals, and his dad would be about sixty or whatever. Mm. And obviously, Millwall had a certain reputation around that time. Yeah. And what they used to do is they used to search everyone. And uh, it, they'd take everything off them, including their shoelaces, because mm-hmm. um, they didn't oh, want yeah, to kick right. people. So because wow. they kick people, their shoes would come off. So they took the shoelaces <laughs> off them. And apparently, they're all standing in this line, and um, one of the security guards calls Danny Baker through and and whoever, and, and then they see Danny Baker's dad, and the security guard goes, "Not you, pops. You can come straight through." Yeah, no. And, and nice. Danny's dad apparently was like, "Pops." Like it pops. I demand to be searched. I demand it. And stood there demanding to be searched. Be part he, of could it, have, yeah. he could have got all the shoelaces in. My, uh, Brilliant story. Yeah, my, my granddad actually, he used to go and watch, he was a big Mill fan, he used to often watch the reserves play as well. Oh, wow. yeah. He said, actually, that was that was the one to go to because it was just a tiny bit more relaxed, but he'd still get all the all the laughs and the bants. Yeah. All the laughs on. and the bants. Yeah. But um, speaking of um, laughs, Mamadou Saku had a bit of a uh, bit of a time. Oh, yeah. I, I, think, I think he's got too much stick though because he, I mean, it's not like he's a deadly striker or anything. No. It no. was it was a really poor one. It was a poor miss. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Dubravka was at full stretch, and I was like, oh, "Were you nuts. behind that goal?" No, no. I was right behind Rafa. I was so close to Rafa. I've, I don't think I've ever been that close to Newcastle United, except when they played Hartlepool in the nineties. I think this is the closest I've ever been. I was like two rows back. Oh, it was wonderful. Was I it? could see Rafa. I could see oh, John. I could see everybody. Oh, John was in I the side when you were happy. Oh, it was it's, wonderful. It makes a nice change. It was so nice. Be, not be down on things. But I, I, was, I was with a dad who was effectively a Cockney. He's from London, I believe. And, and so he, but, yeah, he, Cockney's a little bit more. I know, I know. He's kind of East London. Uh, he sort of said, um, what are the supporters saying? I went, oh, they're saying, they call him a fat. Cockney bastard. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. What a heartwarming yeah. tale. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, um, there you are, Jim. Back down to earth. I tell you what, Max Meyer was bloody good when he came on. He's only little, but I think oh, he's a really good player. Oh, hmm. he made the difference. He was charging around all over the shop. I so know, quick. Right? How, how did Johns get on? He was pretty shit. <laughs> yeah. But again, they 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 talk Newcastle. Um, there's a lot of talk this this last couple of weeks. It's, it's like the first time the terms have ever been applied uh, applied to Newcastle, which is weird because it's definitely through the short blanket kind of syndrome. Yeah. They defend but they can't attack. They attack when they can't defend. Sure. It's, so like the the he was very much entrenched in it in his um. It's been a bit of a in, poor in, start in, Just them, in front it? of his, he had to come very deep for the ball, and, and he only got better when I think Hosselu came on for. I think he came on for Rondon, and uh, he um, was just whacking balls off for Hosselu, who attempted a bicycle kick at one point, which is weird. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I think I think Palace have got a player in Max Meyer there. I mean, mm. I know people who know a lot more about European mm. football than I do would have said, "Oh, yeah, well, of course he's a good player." But he he had a bit of a truncated pre-season. I think when I saw Palace on the opening day, he wasn't even in the squad. Mm. So I think he's taken his time to get up mm. to full fitness. But when he does, they might have a real player on their hands. I, so think, I think. I think Palace. Should be starting on the bench and all that. It's mm. incredible. Palace will be all right this year. I mean, they, they should have won the game, obviously, the, the Saka yeah. chance. That was yeah. a massive robbery from Newcastle. Yeah. They, hit, they hit the post. They were all over. Was Zaha getting the treatment? Zaha didn't get He's the treatment, but he... Uh, no, he, he played very well, I thought. Oh, yeah, uh, I for, he, for, Well, he played as well as, uh, to be exact, from a, a player who's going to get a lot of attention. We said he didn't get the treatment. I mean, who was it that chopped him down and got a booking? And then uh, there was that one where the... Uh, I forget which fullback it was or which player it was when they went in studs up and knocked the ball out of play and Saha was a bit mm, like, come on. With that. There was nothing wrong yeah, with they, that. They, they, he did get the ball, though. Yeah, right. you know, but he went in. It doesn't matter. That's not in the law again. I, I, yeah. I, it wasn't a foul. It definitely wasn't. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it was a foul, but I'm saying the way he went in. I mean, I can understand. I don't. I don't think. I think Sahar. There should. was nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah. He was uh, a lot of the time looking for it, and I, I think most Palace fans would, would would admit that. But he's. I thought he still played. Very if we're well. having a vote around the table on it, Marcus, yep. I haven't seen it, so I have to abstain. Jim and Pete said there's nothing wrong with it, and you said there was. No, no, no. I so, never said that. It wasn't a foul. I'm just saying that the way the defender went in, the defender went in, in 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 a way of. I don't care if I almost don't get the ball mm. here. No, but you're coming from a point of view of a player who's actually quite good at football. Well, so you've been on the end of it, whereas normally it's me and Pete and Jim dishing them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the forwards union yeah. that I've just created. <laughs> but Zaha, Hodgson sort of hinted that, that um, 
I don't want to put words in Hodgson's gob, but from what I got from what he said, it was almost a bit like, I'm not sure Zaha should have said those things right. last week because now he's made a bit of a run for his own back. And... It almost makes the referee not want to give give, give stuff for, yeah. me, for my money. Yes. And, so and he, I won't be bossed either way, to be honest. And he was a little bit subdued and so But anyway, uh, Zaha, will, you know, he's, he's you still can have a, You can still have a very... Uh, they, they defend in numbers, so he's not going to have as yeah. much time as he gets against other teams who like to break on the counter. So it's it's just... It, or, or play with a three at the back. He's just, he's just not going to get that kind of space and time. But I thought Crystal Palace mm. were very good. Um, and I like that stadium. Yeah. It's a nice oh, place yeah, to go. It's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a, not one of those identicate stadiums. No, exactly. No. Yeah. yeah. Now, so... the last time I went, we were beating 5 1. <laughs> Maybe yeah. very sad. Indeed. Um, now, if, but of course, if you wanted to go and watch Newcastle again, you may go to St. James's Park, Peter. Here we go. Because you, right, okay. you probably feel fairly welcome there. Right. Okay, I'd yeah. feel fairly welcome there. Yeah. Jim would, would as well. It would what appear... about me? Yeah, no, you would as well. <laughs> oh, very much so. Very much so. It would appear that, that not everybody is welcome at St. James's Park these days. And this is going to be uh, mapped out um, next month because then the footballing gods are good. <laughs> Kevin yeah. Keegan is publishing his autobiography next month. I'll be oh. reading it. I'm going to read it. Paper That's cuts galore. <laughs> pre ordering that. Yeah. I think him. Uh, Can't wait for that to give me a headache. Straight in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> I think him not being allowed into St. Joseph's Park is a um, public um, insurance issue. Well, <laughs> yeah. public liability. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's up there with asbestos when it comes to being unwelcome in buildings. The premiums are too high, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to treat your Messiah, eh? But is that the legacy of it? Oh, this building in the 90s, it had asbestos in it. This building yeah. had Keegan in it in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of the most, one of the biggest kind of things for me, takeaways, apart from like, obviously, you know, Mike Ashley and, uh, Jimenez and stuff um, Mike Ashley when he was on the phone he would always call um, Kev King Kev oh would he good oh, my oh, the most you want, you want man the in football read the extract well he, he said he's sort of been effectively banned from yeah. Newcastle I don't think he's officially been banned but he said he's been made to feel very unwelcome and he said uh, that he did go back once I think since leaving Newcastle when was it Pete 2008 uh, yes that he, that, he, um, that he resigned he said he's been back once since then and this was because it was it was a leaving do for a lifelong Newcastle United fan. And Keggy said he returned incognito. I improvised. I put uh, I put on a pair of glasses. I found a flat cap and I turned the collar up on my overcoat to complete the disguise. <laughs> Apparently he was disguised. He's wearing a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he was spotted straight away by a friendly member of staff. Is that Kevin Keegan in a hat? <laughs> oh dear. So yeah. Um, we look forward to uh, we look forward God. to next month. Mm. Christmas has come early, Jim. It really has, yeah. isn't it? Damn right. Will it be released on Halloween? Do we think? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, let's go down to the championship. We've got to start with Aston Villa. Disappointing result, but what a goal oh, from Mister McGinn! It's a what fantastic a goal. Call it, call it what it was—a shin consolation. Yeah, some people say come off. The, some people say <laughs> come off the shin. On some <laughs> angles, when you look at it, I think it does come off the shin. But there's, I don't think I think it helps with the propellant. Yeah. To be honest, because otherwise, if you're just hitting it with the end of your toe, there's just less purchase you're going to get on it. So you need a bit more than than just your toe. On no, that. but does it not look when when you see that 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 shot from behind his shoulder? Does he not hit it with his laces? Because it does I look think like shit. I think it's shit. I watched but... it a lot, and I was hard to tell. But I know that some people have been referencing the tibia area. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's both. a bit like that Rooney overhead kick against Man City, which came off his shin. I mean. You know, you've 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 thrown your leg at the ball, <laughs> obviously in the hope that it goes. To in. even think that you could execute a move like that is obscene. Like yeah. it's so straight, like an arrow, and they always look better when they come off the bar. As oh, the uh, commentator it's said, a sensational ah, good goal. Yeah, oh, fantastic, it's a beautiful goal to watch. Yeah, it's indeed great. it was. Yeah, uh, but he's put himself in the hearts and minds of the footballing public now, as uh, as McGinn. But uh, Sheffield Wednesday, they were decent. They won the game. It was a consolation. Yeah, but it was an equaliser. <laughs> Ended up being okay, fine, yeah, fair enough. But it was it was an irrelevant goal. Yeah. <laughs> it was the best irrelevant goal off the shin I've seen this yeah, season. That's true. <laughs> um, Derby beat Brentford. Another win for Lamps. Uh, Chelsea Loney, Mason Mount impressed again for Derby. Over to Luke Moore. I just think he's a brilliant player. Yeah, I just think he's he's a fantastic uh, just talent. I mean, it's not it's one thing to have a guy who can play well in the championship and pick up some goals and all this other stuff. But Mason Mount is a kid who's 19 years old. He's, he's essentially controlling games. And a good and a good name as well. If it's you're going to go if yeah. you're going to go to the top, I mean, he was player of the tournament he in like the a, He sounds like a product from 3M. 
Mason Mount. Yeah, to like, glue something to a wall. Yeah, he does. Sorry, Marcus, yeah. Yeah. No, it's all right. Yeah. It's, it's that was definitely it. worth it, Peter. He, was, <laughs> he, he um, was player of the tournament, the uh, European Championships, under-19 under European Championships, when England won, of course. Mm. So he's got pedigree, and it's nice to see him play. And Derby seem to be a side, obviously Lampard's there, so that's going to help matters. But they seem to be a side which uh, a few players, younger players coming through, seem to, to kind of do it's quite well. It's a really well competitive at. division. There's obviously... There's something like 16 or 17 teams in it who've been in the Premier League. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's a really packed division. Um, and obviously not every team can get promoted. If if they if they do get promoted this season, Derby under Lampard, and he's mm-hmm. he had a little bit of a wobble, and then obviously they had that poor result at Rotherham where he got sent off. But overall, they've been decent. Um, Mason Matt is good enough to propel them to the Premier League. Uh, the, the biggest problem the, is... But Chelsea might start him next well, season, the, the, the biggest problem is, is, is his path to a top-level first-team position because mm. he's a Chelsea player. So it's not going to be a situation like Mitrovic when he goes to Fulham on loan and they make it permanent because it's Mitrovic. Yeah. He's a bit older. It's a bit of a different situation. If, if Chelsea will be in a position where they'll have to keep English an amount of English players because of the, of the FIFA ruling. Um, they'll know he's brilliant but they, he probably won't be brilliant enough to start for them. Well, of course. So it puts him in a position. So mm. just all I'll say at the mm. moment is there's a load of good young English uh, English players in the, in, the, in the championship at the moment. Um, Ollie Watkins, Jack Grealish, of course, Harvey mm-hmm. Barnes, Reese James is a you know, good right back at Wigan. Bradley Dack has come up from League One. Just enjoy him while you can, particularly yeah. Mount, because it'll be a, a, a crying shame if at the end of this season um, he, he goes back to Chelsea and doesn't play because I think he's he's got a potential to be the type of player he can make the step up and he can continue to improve. He's only 19. That can be that player that England are crying out for. Well, a player who in the midfield who can control games. Southgate knows this. Southgate invited him to train with the full side ahead of the World Cup in Russia as well. And and, and he's pretty good at that. But I'd love to see Mason Mount. If he doesn't, let's be honest, It is even if he was the championship player of the season, he won't start at Chelsea mm. next year. It, it, you know, unless Gareth Russ, Southgate well, himself is in charge of Chelsea. So Russ, why not? Russ Barkley isn't like a confirmed kind of like, you know, first 11 player. And they yeah. spent a shitload yeah. of money yeah. on him. So, so what, what is potentially exciting for, for this young English talent that you speak of, Luke, um, is to see the likes of the, the much-talked-about Jaden Sancho in, in the Bundesliga. And, uh, and, and Mount's already played overseas, of course. He, he played, played for, Holland, yeah, 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 Vitesse, I think yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Um, why not go to that? League. If, if it was an option, I appreciate it as a young man. I, th- I think we're going to see, we're going to start to see. Yeah, I, I, um, Mason Mount for the next season is going to have a massive taste of the biscuit. He's going to yeah, love it. Absolutely. Championships a really well supported league. Yeah. He's going to get a lot of press, a lot of attention. He'll probably continue to be invited back to train with England. He's him and his agent. If it comes down to it in 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 in, in Chelsea, Chelsea next year, they're going to have to force a move. Well, He's, he has to play. But the Bundesliga, as Andy Brassel was saying, are well aware of the young English talent that's that, that, that's coming through, and that the fact that they don't get into Premier League sides or certainly the best Premier League sides yeah. go out to the Bundesliga and what's exciting is there is a there is a handful of English players there mm. now they'll come back to under 21s it, it, you know if they're still in the squad and, and so on and so forth and say you know what living in a foreign country isn't that mm. bad actually you can learn another language and, and, and that paves the way for people like him because it would be wouldn't it be great if, if if he doesn't get in the Chelsea side to go and play say in the Bundesliga yeah, yeah, they're just, starting. you know show them a copy of Afida's own pet yeah, <laughs> he, he, I mean, there's a situation I can think of where Derby do get promoted, and he goes and does another year on loan there. Well, I think his, his best case scenario, obviously, is for Derby to get promoted because that's his team at the moment. But he's to, come to up, then play Premier League football in a side that you know and you're familiar with, and so on and so forth. I don't care what top flight he plays in, as long as it's a decent level one. And yep. he, I mean, he's 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 got this situation where he's he's learned his um he's learned his trade at Chelsea. He's come up at Chelsea. Um, he's done a bit on loan overseas, so he knows that's not anything to be scared of. And now he's playing in the competitive championship mm. league, which is very physical. Uh, next season, uh, I don't want to look too far beyond this season, but next season, he's got to play. Yep. You know, he's, he's Portsmouth's finest prospect yep. ever. <laughs> he, he could be the best ever player to be born in Portsmouth. Damn right. And, and all this goes for Wales. <laughs> I'm delighted he didn't come up the Pompey Academy, Indeed. of course. All this goes for Wales international Harry Wilson as well, who's on yep. loan from Liverpool. You know, Klopp yeah. is very much keeping an eye on him. The, um, uh, did you see in uh, tragic news, Steph Houghton's, uh, Steph Houghton's uh, husband, um, Stephen Darby down in Bolton. Yep. He's oh, retired, yeah. Motor neuron disease. Yeah, Awful situation. Terrible. I've sort of heard a bit of that on Five Live last week with uh, Stephen Warnock. Yeah, mm. terrible. Yeah, really yeah. sad. Because he played with them at Liverpool, didn't he? They came very through, briefly, I think, together yeah. at Liverpool. Yeah, yeah very yeah. sad indeed. Um, but uh, just to finish off the Derby chat, it was nice to see David Nugent scoring. Another great mm. young player in the Championship. I mean, <laughs> 33 now, I think he is. England squad? Yeah, why not? Why not, eh? Hey? Why Another not? man in the Huckabee zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before we go um, to the ad break, just... Uh, 
Let's quickly go north of the border. Hearts drew nil-nil with, with Livingston. Um, but Celtic lost to Killy. <laughs> trouble in paradise, Mr. <laughs> Rogers. Look at his little face. Well, there is, isn't there? There is trouble in there paradise. There is. Yeah. I mean, I, t- I people laughed when I said, "Can they? Um, can they hold off Livy for that, that was Europa?" Yawn. That was a yawn, mate. For the for the <laughs> for the Europa Leagues. But I mean, Celtic down in sixth. They're worth start for for twenty years. You know. Somewhere, there's been chat that Boyata, Boyata's upset everyone that obviously Dem, uh, Dembele left with a parting shot indeed there's lo- mm. there's, there is trouble in paradise alright let, let Celtic are sixths in the sixth. league yeah. sixth. they are and we're in September okay <laughs> this Drink it, drink how's it your in. aunt taking this? She's she's as stable as she's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> she's a big Hearts fan. Uh, but yeah, Hearts, uh, I mean, it was only a point. Could have been three. If, Missed if, a penalty, didn't they? If Nasey had scored the penalty. But it's yeah. still, you know, they're still running away with it. Now, let's go for an ad break. And after which, we'll go to the WhatsApp group. See you in a moment. Oh, God bless that man. The preview show sponsored by Bet365 is out on Thursday. Oh, man's on for a hat trick. Vardy did the business mm. for Andy oh. Duncan. Get in there, Andy. And so we go to the chance, the first chance of the season. And indeed, possibly for the first time ever, we're going to have a man's name up on the wall of this studio as an ORE for getting a hat-trick of best bets with Bet365. Tune in on Thursday. Don't miss it. It's like it's like when Stranger Things comes back or there's a new series of Game of Thrones. Right. It's going to be a massive audio <laughs> event. event. <laughs> Let's see what he goes for. This is big. Andy, we're on your team, mate. Uh, mm. Thursday, we'll unveil his, his third bet and then we'll see how we get on. Amazing scenes. Amazing scenes indeed. Talking of amazing scenes, let's crack open the WhatsApp group. You got a little jingle for that, Pete? Have you got a little jingle for that, Pete? Have you got a little jingle for that? No, I've not got a jingle. No, we haven't got a jingle. For God's sake! Steady with the language. I know English isn't your first. Steady, <laughs> steady with the language. I know English isn't your first. A welcome introduction into the WhatsApp group for the first, but hopefully not the last time this season for former estate agent and all-round professional idiot Jeff Shreve. Yeah. Very good, Jeff. Cheers, Jeff. Well done, Jeff. Oh, dear. So, if people haven't seen this. Or for people um, who are overseas. Yeah. uh, Jeff Shreves did a post match interview after the Arsenal game with Alexander Lacazette. And who else? Someone else. I forget who it was. Another another Arsenal player. And um, Lacazette said the. Was it a Bam? Might have been. Sorry, you're right. You're right. I think he was with him. He was talking to Lacazette. And and Lacazette uh, was answering a question and used the term clean sheet, obviously, in a heavily French. Accent, accent to which Jeff Shreves thought he said shit on telly mm. and told him off. I thought he said, I <laughs> thought he was about, the balls? about the balls, yeah. I oh, was okay. He'd confused um, testicles with balls. He said oh, Czech had taken was. a lot of balls or yeah, something. Yeah, it, it'd take, it, rather than saying it had taken really? a lot of balls, rather than he had taken a lot of balls. I thought he thought he said shit instead of sheet. Either way, it's Jeff brilliant. got it very it's wrong. Brilliant, yeah. 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 Jeffy Shreves. Cheers, Jeff. <laughs> That's the oh, end. Cheers, guy. Sorry. It's Sky Sports. Sky. Sorry, then we can cut the yard. Um... I'll play that again. It's uh, Jurgen Klopp not being exactly sure who he's talking to. So yeah. he checks the microphone muff uh, and the logo on it. And uh, Jeff Shreves could not be more annoyed. <laughs> could not be more annoyed. But do you want to buy this semi or not? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to buy this semi or not? It's a lovely it garden. Here it is. What is it, BT Sky? Sorry. It's Sky Sports. Sky. Sorry, then we can cut the yard. Um... It's, yeah. it's Sky, Sky Sports. Sports. It's Sky, Sky Sports. Sports. You, you must know who I am. You're simply <laughs> on the face of the channel, of the sport. Uh-huh. The man who was only not fired from Sky because he had a day off that day. <laughs> 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 and you all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, yeah, uh... fair to say, Jeff Shreves making a boo-boo has been a huge part of our WhatsApp chat this, yeah. <laughs> this mm. last few days. Enjoyable. Uh, and something else that's happened as well is ex-Norwich striker Grant Holt won a 40-man Royal Rumble recently. I love this. You heard right. Uh, he's ventured into the world of wrestling entertainment. He was, he, he was the 40th man out. But still, yeah, I mean, still, that, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of fifty quids to hand out to the wrestlers, isn't it? Forty, what's forty he, of them. What's his thinking behind going into wrestling? Well, it's just tall thinks, and I'm, fat. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big unit. I, yeah. yeah, fancy it. I guess if you're a, if you're a modern footballer, you know, even Grant Holt, or someone from his level, will be, you know, probably never has to work again. You know, he's just doing what he likes. Yeah, so I'm going to become sure, a wrestler. Surely, why not? Surely his move's going to be like the diving headbutt. 
or something. Yeah. Like it, a diving header. I love it. He was effectively dressed as a pundit. Yes, I think he was, he's yeah. been on BT Sport that day. I hope he sticks with that gimmick. Is that his stated gimmick? He was wearing jeans, uh, a black jumper and white trainers. He is teaming up with Roy and Zach Knight, who are wrestlers, and, and they're called the UK hooligans. Nice. So he's going to be... So maybe he'll come out in the Stone Island gear and all that kind of yeah. stuff, and he yeah. won't have to change his, uh, his clobber. You remember him talk, being talked about ahead of Euro 2012 of being part of Roy Hodgson's England team? Mainly mm. by you. Mm. I think, I think no, there were I think people calling was, yeah, it, yeah, calling yeah. for it. Okay. I'm happy to be in the vanguard of that, but I'm just saying <laughs> other people were behind that. I was that. in the Bobby Zamora. Did you see the video of, of the actual finish itself where he, he yeah. can't get back up? <laughs> Oh yeah, he, he was. Mate, use your legs. He was clotheslined. <laughs> I've only started watching wrestling, even I know that. He was clotheslined over the ropes, but he held on. Yeah, and, so, you, and, and what you do then, you flip back over. That's right. But he just didn't. He can do he it. He just didn't do it properly. He needed a helping so he hand from, help from an already bum. eliminated wrestler. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then good he did lad. a little tippy toes. Yeah, um, yeah. Another thing that was being that one thing we should not. Um, oh, well, oh God, sorry, I mean, we're not done with Grant. No, yet. we're not. Sorry, I, I, apologize. I, I wanted to tell everybody because I'm sure a lot of people will want to check this out. He's um, appearing at Fight Mare 3 in okay, 2019. Sorry. You're absolutely right. Which is World out. Association yeah. of Res- Wrestling, WAW. Where can people get tickets? Or war, as I like to call it. <laughs> just Google it. <laughs> yeah, just have it on the internet, probably. Um, one thing that cannot be forgotten yes. about, guys, is that one of our favourite weekends of the season just happened, and we forgot to talk about it last week, so mm. we'll talk about it now. Yeah. Scottish Cup first round. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Some great team names in there. Oh, go on then. Fort William lost 3-0, by the way, to Linlithgow Rose, no, which is a great name. A great name. Um, Gala Fairy Dean beat Lossy Mouth. They're still in the hat. Yeah. Lossy Mouth? Oh, yeah. Lossy, Lossy Mouth. mouth. Well, yeah. Be, uh, yeah. Yeah, it would be Lossy Mouth. Yeah, I was thinking it was Lossy Mouth, but they say mouth, don't they? Like Port's Mouth, that's how they call it. Cold Stream, it? they're still in it. Big, Cold Stream, oh yeah. Big Strathspey Thistle. Um, and uh, Burnt Island Shipyard, they went out, sadly, to Cumbernauld Colts 4-1. That's a shame. They used to be called Burnt Island Shipyard Amateurs. Maybe they've dropped the amateurs. I think Keith might have gone out as well. Keith oh. did. Oh, yeah, he left. Keith. He's gone. <laughs> I'd like. Uh, I'd like to bring up. Uh, well, Jenny uh, gives a tweet. Uh, Jenny Phillips on uh, Twitter, a friend of the show, I think, uh, from back in the day. Um, she's pointed out that uh, Lauren Robert's brother has signed for um, Gloucester, which is very exciting, and he looks a little bit like Lauren Robert. But does go. he wear grey pants? Is the question. There's not much. Does to he do. just play for himself? Does he wear? <laughs> There's not much to do in Gloucester. The last now. point of call on the WhatsApp group, of course, this one. Oh, it got us going. It got yeah. the juices going. Javinio scored one of the greatest oh. goals of all time Shut for Palmer against Cagliari on the weekend. It was an absolute yeah, beauty. Brilliant. I mean, you'd say he's rolling back the years, but I don't really remember him doing that before. So. No. no, Jim, he's not rolling back the haircuts. That's for sure. <laughs> Still got the same one. There was some rolling back the hairline back. <laughs> there was some pretty wonky defending at one point, but it was lovely to just see him open, open it all up. Very good finish mind. was beautiful. Yeah, in, in off the bottom of the post, which is also really satisfying. Was, it? it was <laughs> utterly glorious. Uh, I mean, apart from Paulinho, not many players have gone to China and come back to Europe with that pace. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say Axel Witzel, but he's not got pace. Yeah. Maybe he's been like a really picky eater. Oh, let's go, I can't eat that. Can't eat that. Can't yeah. eat that. It's, it's, a, it's a glorious, glorious goal. I got a standing ovation. We might even cover it in more depth on On the Continent on I Wednesday. Oh, speaking, we of, speaking of On the Continent, we got an email from Ashley Bidad, uh, a logistics manager. Um, a fascinating insight in the workings of Antonio Cassano in an interview this week regarding his time at Madrid. In Madrid, I had a friend who was a hotel waiter. His job was to bring me three or four pastries after I'd had sex. There we go. Yeah, wow. I think I think that was a few years ago. We, we covered that at the time. Did we? It's oh. But it's worth, it's worth bringing up. Definitely um, worth bringing up. How'd you get that job? Yeah. <laughs> it's just three or four. Is, so is this a three you, um, or a four? Thanks for coming in. Have you um, delivered any pastries to to uh, <laughs> post coital post- footballers, footballers. <laughs> heartthrob footballers before? Yeah. What's your experience for this role? Uh, oh, for this role, yeah, it's very yeah, good. Nice. Yeah, well done. Yeah. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. That is the end of the football ramble for this week. Remember, the previous show will be out on Thursday. Get involved. Say goodbye, Lukey Moore. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Petey Don. Bye. Say goodbye, Jimmy Campbell. Bye. Say goodbye from me. Play the music. Ronald McDonaldson. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.